Hello, and welcome to the LVP Architects podcast. So this is the third recap podcast, and we're going to recap on roles and responsibilities, which are all set out in your appointment, you know, which uh, covers what stages you're going to work in, you know, are you going to work in Reba stages zero to three or all the way through zero to seven, you know, and then the type of client also kind of dictates your role and responsibility. You know, is it an owner or a contractor, for example? You know, is it a residential or commercial? This all dictates what type of appointment document, you know, is most suitable. You know, whether um, a letter, which isn't really advisable, but if it's very, very small scale um, and is thorough enough, could be an appointment. You know, is it a type of domestic contract or is it a JCT contract? Um, you know, there are a variety of them. Um, or is it a bespoke, you know, specifically drafted for that type of project? These are things that you need to sort of consider when when you're you're answering an exam question or a case study or or making a fee proposal. What stages will you be appointed to? So uh, the type of client and project helps to guide what appointment document is most suitable. You know, that that's a given, really. The appointment document you know, where you set out your your scope of services, you know, what will you include? You know, what are you willing to do? What what will you provide? You know, it can, it not only lists the services that you're going to provide, but it can also list the services that you're going to exclude, you know, and, and it can also expand on what services are in each stage of your appointment. This all helps for clarity of what is and isn't included in your scope of services and helps the client understand what other consultants they may actually have to appoint you know and it's also clarity of of, for you and other consultants of where your you know where there's a clear line between your responsibilities and their responsibilities in in sometimes what could be kind of gray overlapping areas you know um, an example could be about your services could be for instance in a domestic appointment for a house extension, a very small house extension, if you're appointed, say, to provide all the way through to stage four, and you're gonna uh, you're gonna produce some tender information, you know, for for builders to to quote on for your client, you know, would you provide, you know, things like uh, landscape drawings, you know, lighting layouts, where you know sockets are gonna be on, and and things like that, you know, or or, you know, water supplies, you know, underground routes, underground service routes, you know, simple things that that scale wise are small and simple. You might take that on board to produce some strategies, some outline drawings of that. So it goes in the tender document so that the contractor can more accurately cost. But you know, if you if you push that up into a large project, you know, more complex, a commercial one you may you know you're going to look at excluding those things you know what you wish to provide but landscaping might be excluded you know you're not going to produce electrical layouts that's that's something that uh, the client will appoint um, an electrical consultant for you know so there are, there are things that aren't quite as transferable from one type of project to another in services terms and it's sort of up to you to what are you comfortable with? What are you willing to provide? What also liability wise are you going to take on? If we use that example of a small domestic, you know, versus um, commercial large project, 
would you include interior design services, you know, in both, you know, you might be keen to do it, but also the client actually might want to appoint an interior design consultant, but maybe they don't want to appoint them early stages, but later on. So maybe your service will include, you know, an outline design for interior design, you know, so that then when they are when that consultant is appointed there's there's something for them to progress push forward and 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 expand on your concept that you've provided you know you you need to sort of ask yourself what other services might you provide in a domestic but exclude in in a a larger project or a commercial project you know it it it's it's things like below ground drainage ffne surveys you know, a simple survey of an existing building, you know, are you going to provide that or is that excluded? You know, are you going to sort of say, you know, this this is something I can manage, I'll provide that as this is a small project, you know, I'll, I'll include that in my services and, and therefore it's, you know, within your fee as well. Or is that a client will have to get an external consultant to come and survey, you know, other things that you, you need to consider, spec writing, external lighting, you know, what about building control info or submission, site inspections or or even um, on-site supervision, project management, you know, BIM services. Uh, so as you can tell, there can be, you know, a large scope of services you could provide. It could be quite an endless list. So clarity on this is in, in your appointment is, you know, it's really very, very important. If you simply said architectural services, what does that actually mean to you versus the client you know the client if, if we take the domestic um, example might be doing this for the first time so you know you, you'd be quite surprised about what a domestic client thinks is included and thinks an architect will do it's it's helpful therefore to be quite clear about this all and 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 to avoid any confusion later on like i've been saying you know in the sort of same vein that you would you would uh, in list what services you're going to provide. You know, it also helps to, to list services that are completely excluded, you know, contract administrator, you know. Uh, are you going to do that? Are you going to take that role on? Is the project large enough for you to do that role? You know, do you want to do it? You know, is it going to be the traditional or is it a DMB? Are you appointed to the client beyond planning, for example? you know, or innovated across, then there are a new scope of services that you might include. You know, lead consultant, uh, preparing or compiling the brief, you know, planning appeals and public consultations. Are these sort of things included? Tender documentation and preparation, you know, and, and assistance in that whole process. Are you going to, are you going to provide that? Party wall surveys, um, as-built information. It's kind of all of this thing. So, so as you can imagine, so this decision of what you provide and what you exclude helps you decide also on your fee submission. You know, if you're going to exclude a load of things and then provide the very basics, then you know that your fee will reflect that. And equally, when you're talking to a client about your fee, you'll be able to say, well, it does include all of these, uh, it does it all, but it excludes this. And if there's a bit of negotiation on, on a fee, which inevitably will happen or there'll be some other fee that they're comparing you to you could you can list what things you would exclude for the fee to to be more competitive in their eyes 
once the scope of services has, has been agreed by the relevant parties um, and included in the in the appointment document, whichever one you go for or whichever one is is required, you can it can either be referred to or as an, uh, be appended to in the final letter or document. You know, then once that's signed, after that, any changes to any of your scope services, additionals or subtraction to it, will need to, it basically needs both parties to approve it and formally. This this links back to your liabilities and, and your design liability for the works that you're going to provide. So clarity and understanding is needed for what you are appointed to do and when is the other key thing. So which REBA stages and what information will you provide from for each stage, for example, you know, if, if you're adamant from the beginning that you are not, you're going to completely exclude any brief or feasibility services, then you won't be looking at being appointed for, you know, at stages zero and one, for example, you know, vice versa. You know, if you are appointed to those, then in your services, you are going to be providing help with a brief. You'll be providing feasibility studies, you know, and, and you'll need to expand on what your services are for that or what what, how far are you going to go? What are you going to exclude? So uh, appointment-wise, you know, Reba Domestic Appointment Documents has a section dedicated on the schedule of services that is broken down for each Reba stage. And, and it's kind of like a tick box, you know, a checklist of items that it helps you to clarify formally what your services for that project are. You know, if there are additional ones, you can add to it. Um so it's not it's not just purely limited to the ones that are on that list, but it's it's pretty extensive. And uh, where there's a, a larger commercial project, you know, you probably will be a, you'll be asked to provide a fee for an already set um, scope of services, and it's it's sort of up to you to kind of look into that, delve into it. With, with all of it, if, if there are any items out of the norm, if, if there are anything that you're not sure or or it might be a bit more than you normally do or it slightly differs, you know, you'd, you'd want to kind of pass this by your insurer anyway. They, they may, they once they've reviewed it, they may highlight things that you're actually not insured for or, or the wording puts quite a lot of liability on you or your insurance rates will need to be, go up. As a, as a consequence so in summary uh, i think you kind of see how this is all interlinked you know your 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 fees your scope of services the project type it, it's all linked and, and one needs the other to balance it out but the key things about your roles and responsibilities is clarity that's that's really what it is the end at the end of the day okay i think we'll stop there i think it's a little bit clearer for you all i hope you've enjoyed this podcast see you soon